0: The introduction thing I'm not as worried about because uh, I've never done one of those before, but it seems to be that you you put up like a little five-minute episode as your – they call them trailers, even though it's not what I imagine a trailer. Have you seen this? Oh, yes. Yeah, some people do that as the first one. So if people – because in my experience, I don't know about you, but when I've like discovered podcasts like this where they don't have – they're not a narrative. It's not like serial – I don't necessarily think I need to go back to the very first thing they ever did. In fact, I think most podcast producers probably don't want you to, <laughs> if you, if they've been doing right. it for hundreds of episodes. But I don't know. That may be one way to do it, so it's not as much pressure on, um, getting our uh, our time in on Harvey as you just have that well, like almost episode zero type thing. You're like, hey, this is who we are, and then uh, okay, episode the zero, fun.
1: yeah, yeah. All right, you want you want to do that now? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Trilogy in Theory. My name is Webb, and this is my co-host, Mike. And this is where we get to talk about Star Wars every single episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is a long, um, long gestating project between Mike and uh, myself, where we wanted to look at trilogies, but not trilogies in the conventional sense, essentially trilogies that we are uh, forcing uh, them into uh, being trilogies, I suppose where we find films that are thematically connected or visually striking, uh, um, and there are are similarities between all three. And and I like the idea of finding films uh, from different eras, different directors, different actors, different genres, that just might go really well together in a marathon. What do you think, Mike?
0: I liken it to the the glorious, uh, and maybe they weren't that glorious, uh, rose-colored glasses and all, uh, video store days. Where you would uh you'd have like the employee picks type of scenario, oh, and, yes. and if you went from one uh to the other, maybe you had a uh, video store clerk that you you liked, or you had uh, wasn't there a Seinfeld episode on that S- something? Yes, I feel like there lady. was, yeah. Uh, and I guess that's me saying that uh you know we will eventually disappoint you with <laughs> one of these picks, <laughs> right? At least one every month. But the idea is that uh, one of us. Throws out. I'd like to watch this to the other one. So uh, for our first month, you you said, "Hey, the world needs something a little bit lighter." And then I bounced yeah. off of that. I was like, "Well, what can we? How can we make a trilogy? Because as you said, uh, we're not we're not the Star Wars podcast. We're not even the Before Trilogy, which at least would get us some listeners from the uh, the film Twitter crowd. But we're not even doing that." Hey. We're doing the Mike and Webb thematic trilogy every month. <laughs> That's right. Because it allows us – as you said, it allows us to, to hop around. You're not boxed in, uh, but you have something. We're going to have some sort of hook every month, some sort of theme that we want to dive into between three different filmmakers.
1: Right, and I like the idea of us choosing a film and then and ultimately choosing three films that we feel like are connected because of X, Y, and Z, watching them and realizing, wow, they're not connected at all because of that, but we find new things about them that that, uh, that they share kind of a connective tissue. So that that's a really exciting aspect. And I'm sure that there is some corner of the podcasting realm that two guys have had this exact same idea, because let's face it, you just can't cope with anything new, but I still love the idea, and I love the idea of hanging out with you just a little bit more.
0: I also love that you embrace that we will be the first haters of our own product. (laughs) By saying, ah, bullshit. (laughs) What was he on about? This has got nothing to do with that. Uh, But you can always find something. And uh, even with this little first experiment, uh, there was that sense of discovery, uh, even with films that I had seen before, but just watching them in the context of this director, this decade to the next. Uh, was interesting, and I, I hope uh, listeners uh, join us and go along for the ride. Because the uh, the other element of this is uh, it's snack sized as well. If you've not seen all of them, we are yes. splitting up the films into their own episodes, and then having a wrap up at the end of the month where we kind of compare and contrast all of them, and then talk about how wrong we were. <laughs> <How>
1: <laughs> Absolutely, so
0: optimistic and but failed yet again. Not-
1: and I think the last little a uh, goal of mine is to ultimately justify the amount of money I spend on iTunes and go through some of these films. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. Uh, you know, you click buy and then you forget about it for for, for months. And then it shows up on your, or, or your list of sales. I'm like, oh, I got to get that. Oh, wait, I got it last year. <laughs> And I did nothing with it. Yeah, exactly. So How I, I excited think... was I for
0: it to own that? <laughs> I immediately <laughs> forgot it's in my library. I exactly. think that uh, both of our respective uh, life partners, um, you know, they they may say we're going to have to do this for a number of years, and even then, I don't know if it'll justify the expense. Because uh, this is a, <laughs> I think for both of us, this is a, a lifelong uh, passion as far as movies yes. and collecting movies. Uh, from all different time periods, all different filmmakers. So sure, Webb, if you want to say this is
1: a tax write-off, I'm right there with you, buddy. We'll, <laughs> we'll attempt that this year. Right, uh, that sounds great. I'm excited to get on this journey with you. Hopefully this has been enough of a uh, uh, an appetizer, and, and the main courses uh, ju- will just keep on coming, hopefully weekly. But one film that I, I immediately was like, man, this I've never seen this go on sale. I don't even know if it's an iTunes. And I checked it, and it's not. Is the Heartbreak Kid the original? And that's the one of the first ones we ever talked about. And that's why I'm doing all the research. Man, that DVD is just, like the cheapest I can find on eBay is fifty dollars for the DVD. Like, I, Criterion needs to. You know those are the films that I need like I don't I love the Breakfast Club I don't need the Criterion to release Breakfast Club give me Heartbreak Kids yeah, are they, are I can't they, watch
0: Are they really doing us a service there as far as providing get another copy of the Breakfast Club <laughs>